What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Everybody, welcome to our latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Network podcast. I'm Pete. This is Evan, and on today's show, we're going to be discussing the backlash from the New Zealand shooting. We're also going to break down how the gun control measures passed there would be unconstitutional. Here, we're going to break out some awesome crime statistics. How Jim Jeffries, a former comedian and Comedy Central, used manipulative editing to completely change the message of a right-wing Australian to suit their narrative. And lastly, finally, how AOC, our favorite Congresswoman, thinks millennials have never experienced millennials prosperity. Uh, before we get into the, any of that, first of all, if you're new to the show, welcome. The Empire State Conservative Network podcast is for New York-based conservatives who are sick and tired of how the state is being run. You're sick and tired of being neglected by your local and state politicians, and you're sick and tired of being ostracized by friends, family, and co-workers for thinking differently than they do about politics and life in general. And while we can maybe sometimes try to see their point of view, they can never see ours. So we're on a mission here, and we're trying to get the conservative base in New York State out, riled up, so that we can vote some of these schmucks on the docket in 2020 and beyond out and start to take back the state. So that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this, and we appreciate you watching or listening. So, Evan, we have the New Zealand shooting that we're going to talk about in detail because since last week... Uh, I don't know if you want to lay it out before we get into some of these crime statistics, but since last week they've really gone kind of nuts in terms of passing radical gun control measures just a few days after the event happened. Oh yeah, so the biggest issue, and if you listen to anybody else like Ben Shapiro, Andrew Clavin, and all of them, um, they'll tell you that quick action is not always the best action. And in terms of gun control, that's exactly right. So New Zealand has essentially banned all military-style assault rifles, which, again, does not mean anything. No. Just like assault rifle, military-style, all these things don't mean anything. They are, you, words you, they are trigger words used by gun grabbers to evoke emotional support for these, these laws, like universal background checks. It's all nonsense. So essentially what they did, they said any weapon that was used in this one attack, New Zealand has almost no crime and almost no murders with over 1.7 million guns. And they, they have a very small population. Yeah. So for their population, that's a decent amount of guns. Not American numbers. We're number one. Yeah, America. But they are decent numbers. So after one attack, you are going to ban any weapon that was used. So any military style assault rifle. Semi-automatic. So basically, every almost every single hunting rifle in New Zealand is now banned. Because basically every hunting rifle is semi-automatic, except for bolt actions. And I think that's probably about it that's in use, is bolt actions and semi-automatic rifles. Um, it's complete nonsense. They rush to do this. This is exactly what the liberals want in this country, and it's not the it's not there's no forethought put into it. The problem with rushing to push legislation like this is they're not thinking ahead. So this take this piece of shit, white supremacist scumbag, okay, went into a mosque and killed a bunch of Muslims because he wanted to one, affect gun policy and start a race war in America. Succeeded. It's exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. And he has now succeeded in New Zealand because he has instilled fear. In New Zealand, so they are now banning after one attack. And 72 one. hours. 
In the, exactly. Over the weekend. Yeah, literally over the weekend what, I did this. Honestly, and I posted this on Instagram and on the Facebook group. Whatever happened to if we live in fear, then the terrorists win. People have forgotten what it means to stand up for your rights and stand up for your way of life. New Zealand literally just kowtowed to a terrorist demand. This is exactly what he wanted, and guess what? He got they it. gave into him. It is absolutely disgusting. There is no foresight put into this. This is going to backfire because they've already instituted the gun buyback program. Only and thirty-seven no, people, right? No one is turning in their guns. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, new people of New Zealand. You have balls. Government in New Zealand, you have none. This is absolutely disgusting. It makes a tragic and horrible situation even more deplorable. And I don't like to use that word because you know, that's what we are. Yeah, according to you know Obama and Hillary and all Mostly you know Hillary. the lefties. But mm-hmm. it makes it even worse because now they are stripping their 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 law-abiding citizens of their rights, and they don't have a Second Amendment there, so they can just go, boom, these guns are illegal, nothing you can do about it. In this country, we have the Second Amendment, so we are going to stand by it 100% all day, every day, for the rest of our goddamn lives, and they will never come for our guns, because the second that they come for your guns, that's when you need your guns the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And before we get into some very telling statistics, because the mainstream media... And the Democrats will have you know, according to them and their studies, that we lead the world in mass shootings, that we lead the world in gun murders, and that that's really not true, and we'll get into that in just a second, but uh, yeah, you hit it right on the head, and on top of that, look what happened in Europe, and we talk about this a lot, in the UK, they have knife receptacles, because after they took away the guns, guess what went up? Stabbing. Stabby, stabby, stabby. Other forms of murder and other forms of assault with other deadly weapons that, yeah, they don't have the instantaneous effect all the time that a gun would, but it's the same thing, and they're having issues there. Uh, they're calling in the military. Yep. England is calling in the military to wear knives. knives. So, anyway, let's get into these statistics. This is according to Investors.com. I'm going to read this very quickly, and then, Evan, you can go off on this because you enjoy this type of thing. I do. So, it's become commonplace to hear about the U.S. shooting tragedy that, when it comes to guns, America is just more violent than other countries, especially those in Europe, where many countries have stiff gun control laws, unlike their penises. It's a progressive shibboleth, but even some conservatives agree. The only problem is it's not true. Yes, America does have a lot of gun violence, but more than other countries, especially in Europe, to listen to American politicians, you'd think that was the case. President Obama talked about it a lot, including in June of 2015, after a gunman shot nine people in Charleston, North Carolina church. He said, and I quote, let's be clear, at some point, we as a country will have to reckon with the fact that this type of mass violence does not happen in other advanced countries. Days later, said... Yeah. Days later, Senator Harry Reid echoed his comments, quote, The United States is the only advanced country where this kind of mass violence occurs. False. Yep. More recently, the tragic preventable slaying of 17 students by accused gunman Nicholas Cruz elicited similar sentiments from Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. Speaking in the Senate just last Thursday, he said, and I quote, This happens nowhere else other than the United States of America. False. Powerful remarks, no doubt heartfelt. Yes, that's what the Democrats do. They like to use language, and they are master manipulators when it comes to language, riling up their base, and even some people who aren't well-informed. Let's continue. But a study of global mass shooting incidents from 2009 to 2015 by the Crime Prevention Research Center, 
it seems to be pretty uh, nonpartisan there. Headed by economist John Mott, shows the U.S. doesn't lead the world in mass shootings. In fact, it doesn't even make the top 10 when measured by death rate per million population from mass public sh- shootings. So who's on top? I mean, you can see. Oh, Norway. Yes. Surprisingly, (laughs) Norway is with an outlier mass shooting death rate of 1.888 per million. High, no doubt, because of the rifle assault by political extremist Anders Brevik that claimed 77 lives in 2011. Number two is Serbia at just 0.381, followed by France at 0.347, Macedonia at 0.337, and Albania at 0.206. Slovakia, Finland, Belgium, and Czech Republic all follow. Then comes the U.S., number 11, with a death rate of 0.089 per million. That's not all. There are also 27% more casualties from 2009 to 2015 per mass shooting incident in the EU than in the U.S., said uh, the study. There were 16 cases where at least 15 people were killed. Now, those cases, four were in the U.S., two in Germany, France, and the U.K. But the U.S. has a population four times greater, we're going to talk about that in a second, than Germany's, and five times the U.K.'s. So on a per capita basis, the U.S. ranks low in comparison. Actually, those two countries would have had a frequency of attacks 1.96 for Germany and 2.46 for the U.K. times higher. Yes, the U.S. rate is still high, nothing to be proud of, but it's not the highest in the developed world, not by a long shot. So anyway, this goes on and on and on. We don't have to get into that. So I just pulled up to the annual death rate, so per million, and we are at number 11. So there are 10 countries in front of us. Many of them are in the EU, which is apparently supposed to be a globalist pinnacle. So Evan, what are your thoughts on these revealing statistics and what might sometimes be a pretty left-leaning publication? Well, the biggest thing to remember from this is that per capita is very important when dealing with gun deaths. Yes. And I expl- kind of went over this with Peter beforehand. If I live in a house with 10 people and three of them are violently abusive to people, that's basically 33%. Yes. Okay? If I live in a house with 50 people and five of them are abusive, yes, that's more abusive people, but it is less of a percentage. Mm-hmm. When you have more people, you're going to have more crime you're going to have more of everything right but what matters is the percentage because you cannot prevent you can't prevent crime you can't it's not possible and you cannot prevent gun crime clearly shown by all these countries that have no second amendment that have low rates of gun ownership england has basically banned guns in just about zero in in the whole freaking country Mm -hmm. and they are they have higher rates of mass shootings australia has higher rates of violent crime New Zealand has lo- relatively low crime, and now they just ban guns. They're trying to take away their guns the for 72 hours it's all after reactionary. one terrible event. There is no empirical evidence to state that by banning guns, you make anybody safer. It's not true. It doesn't even lower the chance of a mass shooting. And the chance of a mass shooting is the pr- is good. It's exactly what it is. It's a chance. So we're talking about percentages. So if we're talking about percentages, we need to be talking per capita. And that's why this per capita is very important. And the fact that we are not even in the top 10, the fact that the leftist politicians and liberal media are trying to tell you that America is the only place with a gun problem and we lead the world in mass shootings and all this nonsense is not true. It is all garbage. It is designed to elicit an emotional response and to get you to give up your rights out of fear. 100% of the time, I say at the end of this podcast, Do not let fear take your freedom. This is why they are trying to use fear and emotional ploys to get you to give up your guns. Once you give, once the people are disarmed, the government gets to do whatever they want. 
We talked about this with Steve Dace. He said that the Democrats essentially believe that the government is an entity that can force you to do stuff because they know better than you, but they do not. And it has been shown throughout history, the government does not know better than the people. The government is supposed to serve the people. The people are not supposed to serve the government. This is a problem. The fact that they are ramping up their call for gun control means we need to stand with the Second Amendment even harder. We had the guy from 2AWNY on last week. Steve Filato. Exactly. We are fighting these garbage gun control laws even in New York. And if we can get the gun control laws got reversed in new york it can happen anywhere yes i'm giving up on california for now yeah sorry if you're listening if you're from california and you are seeing this you guys need to start stepping it up i don't know what you're doing out there but we're, we're in the same boat but i know that we're actively fighting it okay yeah. so the fact that we are not even in the top 10 in deaths per capita from mass shootings guns work mm-hmm. when law-abiding citizens are armed they are safer When only the criminals and the government have guns, the people are not safer. Mm -hmm. This is, these are facts. This is evidence. These are numbers. This is something you can pick up and show somebody instead of them going, well, you know, why can't we just have common sense gun control? There's no such thing as common sense gun control. And describe what that means. What does that mean? They never describe what it means because it's a They don't know what it means. It's a BS term. It doesn't mean anything. Right. What they really mean is, oh, no one should have guns except for the military. That's what they mean. Okay? And they have nothing to back it up. Well, you know, kids keep getting killed in school. You know why kids keep getting killed in school? Because you have a big sign that says gun-free school zone. So guess what? They know that no one inside that school Aside can stop maybe, them. Like, one guard in one sh- spot. And if they're a student, like what happened uh, last year in Florida, then guess what? He knows exactly where that guy is. He takes him out. It's easy pickings. And then when you have cowardly cops, like the ones in Broward County, who just stood outside while this kid was going on his, on his massacre... Then what happened in Parkland happens. But yeah, I I 100% agree. And and to your point, I was looking up before, so if you're watching, I was kind of leaning over. I was looking up who formed the term because it, it really stuck with me and it essentially sums up why gun control and what the Democrats, what New Zealand is doing is a bad idea. An armed society is a polite society. That's something I heard a long time ago. It was actually written by Robert Heinlein, who was the writer of Starship Troopers, among other science fiction novels. So, I just wanted to see where the origin of that came from. Starship. I know, the, the, the author of Starship <laughs> Troopers has one of the best quotes about gun control or why there shouldn't be much. Um, but, yeah, no, no, I, I think we, we, we drove it home. Clearly, the media, the Democrats, they're going to push what happened in New Zealand. And obviously, anytime there's a shooting here in the U.S., a, a mass shooting. But this isn't even New Zealand. That's the other thing that people yeah. keep doing this. Oh, well, this happened in New Zealand, so we need gun control here. No! Yeah. Just because it happened there doesn't mean it happened here. I mean, they're having mass shootings here, no doubt, and they happen. But again, the statistics show we're not in the top ten in the world, despite having like you know four times the population of a lot of these other countries that are ahead of us. So it just goes to show you how they're trying to manipulate you, and and, and how you can't really take any of this at face value. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforalloccasions.com. 
So let's move on. So Evan sent this to me yesterday, and I found it pretty disturbing because I thought the guy was pretty funny, and now not so much. So Jim Jeffries is an Australian comedian, for those of you who don't know. I never liked him. Yeah, he has his own show now uh, on Comedy Central, and he was doing an interview. What was the name of the guy? Do you remember? I, I can't remember. All right, so there's this, uh, this right-wing Australian guy that he had on his show, and... Um, basically, he, he taped an interview a few months back. I don't know if you want to explain it because you probably know it better than I do. But he taped an interview a few months back. No, it wasn't even a few months. This literally just happened. No, no. The, the release of the clip just happened, but they taped the interview a few no, months no, back. No, no. They were talking about the New Zealand shooting. Oh, were they? Yeah, no. This just happened. I thought happened. he said they taped it a few months back. Well, I don't know. They. I'm pretty sure he said that. Regardless. Okay. So regardless of when this video took place. Sorry. I, I just You talk. Won't. I'll pull it up. Yes. So regardless of when this video took place, what ended up happening was he sat down and did an interview with Jim Jeffries. And in between takes, Jim Jeffries was bashing on Muslims. Like he was making fun of Muhammad and one thing, obviously, that never made the real. And, and they misconstrued a lot of what they talked about. Uh, but the, co- the cool thing was the guy in the interview, the right-wing Australian guy, he actually had his phone on record and he just put it down like, okay, I'm going to put my phone down and go over there to be interviewed. And they didn't know that it was recording. Now, the guy's name is Avi Yamini. Okay. So he's, he's an Australian right-wing guy. And, you know, he was just talking about this the other day. So long story short, Jim Jeffries trying to make him look like an Islamophobe because... Comedy Central and Jim Jeffries. Jeff Jeffries is pretty le- is leftist. He got famous for one of his skits was about gun control, saying that there's no real reason that Americans shouldn't be for gun control. And and you know he had the whole thing like says the Australian whose country banned guns and now their rise in violent crime is happening. Right. So so long story short, they took this way out of perspective, and this happens all the time. And this is why a lot of politicians, a lot of people who are not on the left. They refuse to do interviews with mainstream media outlets unless they can either record simultaneously, uh, and obviously this guy didn't let him know, which was genius, because I'm sure it wouldn't have been allowed, but they have to make demands so that the whole story gets out, because otherwise it's going to be misconstrued to fit a narrative, and it's going to make the guy who has a deferring viewpoint look bad. Well, that's exa- and that's exactly what happened, and, and thank God this guy took his cell phone and recorded the entire thing, because he literally had a stipulation that he did not want to be on a segment with any white supremacist, because he is not a white supremacist, and he didn't want, and he wanted to make sure they weren't going to chop it up and change his answers, and that's exactly what they did, mm-hmm. because they showed a question, and then they showed him calling um, Islamic countries shitholes, whatever it was, but then when you see the unedited video footage from his phone... The guy, he literally is just talking, he's like, listen, I'm all for immigration, but, you know, we have to be able to vet people, we have to be able to do stuff, and he's very temper, he's very tempered response, and they literally did exactly what he knew they were going to do, was that they chopped it up to make him look like a racist and Islamophobe. We've talked about this before, where CNN and MSNBC purposely tint the screen to make Donald Trump look orange. They purposely made the pipe bomb mailer whiter in their photos. They do. This is all thought manipulation. They do this. This is not a conspiracy. This actually happens. Places like CNN will never show you a picture of Donald Trump and his wife smiling and together. It's only pictures of her looking like she doesn't want to be there. They do this for a reason. They are trying to sell a narrative. They are trying to sell ratings. They want every never-Trumper in the world to watch their programming so they can sell more to advertisers. That's all they care about. They don't even really care about the politics. They only care about money. And it's 
absolutely disgusting that they get away with this, and I'm so glad that this guy went and basically outed Comedy Central for this because it's disgraceful and disgusting. And Jim Jeffries is a piece of garbage, and he's been a piece of garbage for years. You're from Australia. Don't start coming over here and telling us how to live when you left Australia to come here and make money. <laughs> no. You left Australia to come to America to make money because we are the greatest, freest, most po- prosperous country in the world. And then you're going to talk down to us about how we live? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and speaking of talking down to us about how we're going to live, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, our favorite congresswoman, once again, the gaffe machine that just keeps on giving. Oh, God. She had a quote recently that said that she thinks millennials have never, quote, experienced uh, American prosperity. She is the dumbest person (laughs) in the world. For those of you who didn't catch that, I will say it even slower. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the dumbest person in the world. What on earth does she think is going on right now? This false narrative from the left is absolutely disgusting. To say that the country's never been more divided or that we're uh, we're at the edge of economic, you know, recession. Hillary Clinton and all them said we'd have a recession by 2018 if Donald Trump was president. Unemployment is at an all-time low. The economy is doing better than it has in decades. They refuse to admit this because it destroys their narrative and it does not allow them to oust Trump in 2020. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason why they're sticking with this. It's the only reason why they stuck with the Mueller investigation. That's the only reason why they push these false narratives of racism from the right is because they well, they have they think they have to get Donald Trump out. They want to get one of their horrible, horrible candidates. Really who are they? Down. Honestly, who are they ever been? Beto, who eats dirt. And, and puts green crap in a bowl. I was just about to say that. Wife. He gave a piece of crap to his wife and told her it was avocado. He ate dirt in New Mexico. He wrote stories about running over children with his car. He, when asked about abortion survivors, he said, well, first of all, I think that should be up to the woman and her doctor. And got a standing ovation at Penn State. I mean, that, that was... You're not asking about abortion. The question wasn't even about should women have the right to abortion. It's what if the baby is born alive? Should they give it medical care? And he goes, well, I think abortion's up to the woman and her doctor. This guy's a joke. He's a joke. It's absolutely ridiculous. He was a failed computer hacker. He was a failed musician. He failed at beating Ted Cruz. He's going to fail at getting the Democratic nomination. This is who the Democrats run. They run a bunch of failures. Bernie Sanders failed at everything his entire life until he ran for public office. And by the way, another guy pushing gun control, Vermont has some of the least restrictive gun control laws in the country. And that's why they have such a low crime rate. They also have no people. But these people are failures. Kamala Harris, horrible district attorney. What's the other? Cory Booker. Booker. Horrible. Marcus. He was a horrible mayor of Newark. Crocodile These tears. These people are garbage. Elizabeth Warren failed at being Native American. She These really people did. are literally failures. The Democrats are embracing the failing upward method. Joe Biden, who failed to run for president several times and then was a horrible vice president, is allegedly a pedophile. Allegedly. I said allegedly. He, he's definitely. This is going to be a, uh, you know leaving the White House. You know, a la Michael Jackson uh, documentary <laughs> style about you know, Joe Biden's victims in about 20 years. But he just picked Stacey Abrams to be his vice president or his rumors. Potentially. That, yeah. That, that he's going to pick. But he has that, yeah, he has that little She confidence. failed to win the government. 
won a race in Georgia and still has not conceded that she has lost. The Democrats are running on a record of failure. Meanwhile, Donald Trump has turned this country around in two years. He has basically made Obama eat his own words on everything that he said talking smack about Donald Trump, starting with his appearance on, what was it, Jimmy Kimmel, where he said, where he said Donald Trump would never be president. Donald Trump is president. Oh, 4% GDP is the thing of the past. GDP is up over four. Oh, you can't just bring these jobs back, but you don't have a magic wand. Alica fucking Zam, motherfuckers. <laughs> jobs are back. Manufacturing jobs are back. It is ridiculous that the left is pushing this narrative. Instead of embracing Donald Trump and what he has done and then trying to work with him on getting some of their stuff done and maybe fixing some stuff that they don't like, some stuff that I don't like, like the tariffs and stuff like that, where you could work together, they are still going hard to try to take him down. And when they publish the Mueller report and there is zero evidence of collusion or any other crimes relating to the election, what is the left going to do? They're going to double down. They're going to go, well, he's a racist and he hates women. Yep. They keep pushing these false narratives because they want to divide us. Because the only way that they can regain power is to make every single person who identifies as a Democrat or a liberal think that every single Republican or conservative is a racist, xenophobic, Islamophobic, transphobic person. And that's not true. Mm-mm. We just want less government and less taxes and less interference from politicians. And that's the exact opposite of what the Democrats want. No, yeah. The Democrats, obviously what they want is they want all their choices and everything about their lives to be done for them by the government. And that's because they don't have no semblance of knowledge about history or, or anything. Because as government has expanded, our rights have been stripped away. A lot of people don't remember. The American Revolution was fought over 3% tax. That, that, a revolution to break apart from a founding country. From the most powerful empire in the world. Was 3% tax. They resorted to guerrilla warfare tactics. And they came for our guns. Don't come for our guns. It ain't going to work well. The Democrats have not learned from the American Revolution. Do not come for our guns. Yeah, and and they're just, they, they keep trying to break away. And now, a lot of people just, they just sit back and like, what, what can I do? They're taking 30 to 50% of what I make. Often more, if you add in sales tax, if you add in all the hidden taxes, look at your cell phone bill next time you get it. Look at your internet bill next time you get it. There are so many hidden taxes. It wouldn't be surprising if you're paying 60 to 70% of what you make just in taxes to the government. And then people wonder why they can barely afford to live, whether it's here in New York or elsewhere, on 30% of their income. Well, they say the average American has less than, what, $2,000 in savings? Yep. Yeah. Because it all goes to the government. The government takes so much of your paycheck. Yet all these liberals who complain, oh, taxes, taxes, I didn't get a refund, I didn't get a refund. You're not supposed to get a refund. It's supposed to be zero. You should be even at the end of the year. Yep. Because the government should not be taking more money than they're supposed to out of your paycheck. You're giving them an interest-free loan. Exactly. That's what the refund is. You gave them extra money, and then they decided that you were allowed to have it back. Yeah. That is what happened. So stop complaining, I didn't get my refund. Stop voting for people who raise your taxes. Yep. Yep, because at the federal level, they went down. Oh, but the property kept deductions and the salt thing. Yeah, you know why that sucks for you? Because you still have to pay state tax. You still have your local tax, like property tax. You still have to pay sales tax. And no, by the way, you also have to pay, uh, if you live in the city, you have to pay city tax on top of that. Well, so Blasio needs his communism to catch all. Well, he so wants total control everybody. there. 
Andrew Cuomo, you know, he's called Emperor Cuomo for a reason. He wants total control of the state. He wants to run every nook and cranny of the state. And he only cares about the city, the island sometimes, sometimes Westchester. It doesn't give a crap beyond that point. And it's nuts. And that's what we have to live in. And that's why we're here and that's why we need to fight. So here at Empire State Conservative Network, we founded this right before the midterms of 2018. Obviously, we came around way too late to have any significant action. And obviously... It's Peter's fault. No, it's not. It's Justin's fault. Liberals blame others. We have to all own our own responsibility. I had this idea months ago. Yeah. Probably. Well, probably it was months ago. Well, probably about a year ago I had this idea. Yeah. Well, you know, we have to get... Anyway. Yeah, so we're here on a mission... And we have to fight, and we have to try and take the state back. We can take our local elections back, just as a lot, and it's true, politics are local. You have to know who your local representatives for your district, and also for even your local municipality. Who is your city executive? Who's sitting on your city board or your town board? You need to know these things. And when they're up for election, you have to realize they have more influence over how much you pay in tax and how the infrastructure of your city or town is than the state legislators do, than the federal ones do. And it's not to say that the other two aren't important, but you have to be aware. And that's why we're here. We're here to obviously, A, educate you, but also B, again, our mission to rile up the base so in 2020 we can take the first step, vote out the liberals, put in real conservatives, and hopefully we can take it back. So if you like this episode, if you're behind our mission, please share this episode with an Empire State Conservative, or even with a liberal who does not like how things are going, and hopefully we can make him see the light. Yeah, one, one last thing. Yeah. So, to really, we didn't directly address it, but I want to finish di- addressing this asinine comment by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ah, yes. To say that people, she is a year younger than we are. To say that we have not experienced American prosperity is the most ignorant and, sh- and just really, it's a straight up lie. We have 100% bet. I have never had to look for a job. Every time that I've looked for a job, I've been able to find one, whether it's part-time work when I was in college or high school, but I've always been able to find work. It's not always the best work. It's not always the job that's going to pay me the most amount of money that I need, but I have never spent more than five days out of work besides my freshman year of college. That is the only, and that's because I wasn't required to work because my parents busted their ass so that I could go away to school and that I didn't have to work. But other than that, since I started working, I have never been more than than seven days out of work. The people are not willing to work. That is the problem. It's not that there are no jobs. It's that people are not willing to work. There is literally so many jobs now that there are more jobs than there are qualified people. Mm-hmm. So to say that we have never experienced American prosperity is just it's little whiny liberal bitchiness. And I see it all the time from people that we went to high school with on Facebook and all this nonsense where oh things are so terrible. Why? Because you never had to struggle. This country is doing even when this country wasn't doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't our area was doing so well that we didn't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. We've never had to struggle and people feel bad, feel bad when they don't have to struggle. And that's this whole liberal mindset. Oh, I feel bad because I never had to struggle. And I feel bad for people who did have to struggle. So let's just say, you know, the world's so terrible. Mm -hmm. It's not. No. It's really absolutely ridiculous that they push this narrative. And it's disgusting. And the same thing with people who know nothing about guns and nothing about crime statistics push this gun control as soon as one part, as soon as there's one shooting. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what these people want. The, the guy in New Zealand said he wanted America to ban guns. And that is why he started shooting these people. 
We cannot sit back and allow this to happen. We do not let terrorists win in this country. This is America. We are not New Zealand. Stand up. Do not let fear take your freedom is not just a slogan. It is a directive. You must stand up and be counted because if we do not stand up and fight for our freedom, it will be taken away. Freedom is only ever one generation away from disappearing. We have to stand up and fight because it is now in danger. Yeah, absolutely. So again, guys, please share this. And also, if you can afford just $5 a month, because that's the $60 for the year, you get a Don't Let Fear Take Your Freedom wristband. We're both wearing them in case they're listening and can't watch. And you also get mailbag access. So today, unfortunately, we're supposed to have a guest and it didn't work out. We're in very different time zones. We're six hours ahead here. And there was a slip up. So that's why Evan and I are doing this solo. But every Friday, we reach out to our donors. Do you have any questions? All the questions were for her. Sadly, we couldn't ask them to her. Therefore, we had no questions that we can really cover. So we scrambled last minute to put this together. But more often than not, we'll know. And you'll be able to either ask the guest questions or you can ask us questions and we'll cover the topics you want because you're helping us out. We help you out. I love answering questions. Yes. I'll answer questions all day. I spent my entire day today answering questions. Yeah. If you can afford $50 for the year, which saves you $10 a year instead of paying $5 a month, not only get the wristband, not only get mailbag access, you also get an Empire Secret Server Network hoodie customized to you. You get in the size you want, size is small to 5XL. We have our logo, which is right there on his hat on the front, name and number on the back, and again, size is small to 5XL, so no matter how big or small you are, we'll have a size for you, and it's just a way of saying thanks. We're just doing this to reach conservatives. We are paying to reach you, and it is not cheap. We're just trying to recoup costs, nothing more. Every dollar that we make goes right back into the show. That's why we're doing this. So if you can afford that, just go to our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com forward slash donate. But for that, I am Pete. This is Evan. We're just signing off. Have a great weekend, everybody. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom. Hey, everyone. It's Evan from Empire State Conservative Network. Please check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. Also, check out our store at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com store for all current and future merchandise to help melt the snowflakes in your life. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.